Sunday morning. Time for some jazz. Songs and Stories, Supplemental Jazz Edition, Part 42. Apologies for taking last Sunday off. I was not in a uh, good place mentally uh, and physically, emotionally. Uh, severe depression and anxiety got a, a pretty good hold of me and... Uh, when that happens, when I get the double-barreled onslaught of that, I tend to get terrible migraines and spent most of the Sunday and Saturday last weekend in bed, in the dark, with an eye mask and an ice pack on my head. Suffice to say, I'm feeling considerably better, both mentally and physically, although yesterday I was very much under the weather as I uh, received my uh, second MNRA shot. I have both Pfizer and Moderna now, and... Uh, the second shot did take the wind out of my sails. I'm not going to lie to you. I, um, I was okay Friday evening. I, I received it. At, uh, the shot was at about 11.40 a.m. On, on Friday. Friday evening I was tired, but that was it. But when I woke up Saturday morning, I had what could best be described as flu-like symptoms. Aches and pains throughout my entire body. Uh, mild fever. Only uh, 0.8 degrees, so 37.8 degrees Celsius. So just around 100 degrees Fahrenheit in, in that neighborhood. So yeah, I was uh, I was not feeling great yesterday, but I woke up this morning, no fever, most of the aches and pains are gone. And I hope that uh, by the time the uh, Euro 2020 uh, final match starts at 3 p.m., I'll be in good enough shape to join my mates at the pub and hopefully watch England beat Italy. And if you're cheering for Italy, well, hey, Good luck to you, too. I'd just like to see England win something for, you know, the first time since 1966. <laughs> Not that I have any skin in the game. I mean, after all, I'm a fifth-generation Canadian. Anyway, enough about me and enough about football. The reason you're here is to listen to some jazz. And, as I said, I have five songs and stories for you, as I always do. Now, today I'm going to start things off with, um... Well, actually, the, the, the first four tracks are uh, new jazz, very new jazz. Um, this uh, starting track is from a, uh, a band out of the UK known as Slowly Rolling Camera. And on this track, it features um, the great Chris Potter, who is a um, jazz saxophonist you may or may not be familiar with. I, I don't know. He originally hails from Chicago. He turned 50 in uh, January 1st of this year. So uh, he's a young lad as I turned 53 last Monday, or this past Monday. So, without any further ado, let's just get right into it, shall we? This is Slowly Rolling Camera with The after Afternoon of Human Life.
slowly running camera. That's their most recent release from their most recent EP. Now, I don't have a release or a um, recording date on that. It was released, of course, in 2021, but uh, I don't have an exact uh, release date on it, and I'm having a hard time trying to find something. Sometimes that's just the way it goes. Uh, Record companies or independent releases don't give you all the information you're looking for. The band, I guess, first got together back in 2013, so eight years they've been together for. Uh, They have um, a full-length album and a couple of, well, three EPs in total. Uh, Led by um, composer-keyboardist Dave Stapleton, drummer Elliot Bennett, and producer-sound design artist Derry Roberts. And, of course, that particular track featured the great Chris Potter, jazz saxophonist extraordinaire from Chicago, Illinois, as I said earlier. He's played around the world and with a lot of individuals. Quite uh, quite the accomplished artist and in and of himself. In and of himself? Wow. I'm really stumbling this morning. Perhaps it's because I'm only on my second cup of coffee and I may need a third. Let me just take a quick sip here. Oh, yeah. That's the stuff. That is the stuff. A little bit of black gold really helps me kickstart my Sunday. So, as I stated earlier, that uh, they have been together since 2013, and um, they, although that particular recording you just heard is kind of acid jazz and jazz fusion, there are elements of blues in there, along with some classic jazz hard bop interpretations. So, it remains to be seen what kind of music these guys will continue to produce in the future. It's not necessarily for everybody, but every now and then I do explore some different venues, or avenues, I should say, of jazz. And that happens to be one of them. I I quite like the recording myself. I do hear um, a slight influence of the Canadian power trio Rush in there. I don't know if you heard it or not, but I certainly did, and I am a big fan of that band, and have, have been since about 1980. 79, 80, something in that neighborhood. No, actually, it goes back further than that. What am I saying? 2112, when that album was released in the uh, late 70s. And uh, it was getting a lot of airplay, and a lot of people really loved it. So I, I kind of tuned into them at that point. So yeah, I guess it goes back even further. 1977, 78, something like that. Anyway, enough of that. Let's get on to the next composition. And this is from... Uh, Mieli Manzana, and I hope I said that correctly. This is Cold Harbor Lane. Thank you. 
Cold Harbor Lane, released on July 8th, 2021. Miel Manzanza. Now, I hope I've pronounced your name correctly, sir. It's M-Y-E-L-E. Miel Manzanza. Originally hails from New Zealand. Quite a talented uh, drummer and composer. And I have to read you this. Uh, this is right off of his Bandcamp page for this particular track. He says, I had a lot of fun writing it and dancing to the demos with my flatmates in our little lockdown bubble. On a personal level, the piece, the piece brings to mind the melancholy and joy that our little crew on Cold Harbor Lane went through as we navigated through the upheaval of 2020 and tried to figure out how our lives were going to transition into the great unknown. Musically, the piece is undeniably a big gumbo of musical cultures, from the Spanish-influenced harmony, the Caribbean-Brazilian-African rhythm underpinnings, the groove, and the American-inspired jazz improvisation flowing through the piece. In its own subtle way, I feel this reflects the joyous melting pot of culture and people that made life on Cold Harbor Lane what it was during my time there. Well, I, I can certainly agree with that um, melting pot. There's uh, definitely a bossa nova groove happening there. And then some unique electronic fusion styles from uh, guitar player Ashton Sellers. I, I really, really do like that piece. It kind of blends a lot of different styles together. Now, Miel, Miel, I, again, I apologize if I've mispronounced your name, sir, if you ever happen to hear this. Feel free to drop me a line and correct me. Young fellow, like I said, originally from uh, New Zealand, and uh, he moved to uh, London, I guess in 20, 2019? Or was it 2018? I don't even have an exact date on that. Of course, he arrived, and then shortly thereafter, the, uh, the lockdown occurred. Was the whole planet shut down for a little while. Well, a little while longer than anybody an- anticipated, of course. But uh, it was a creative time for him. And uh, he's, he's produced quite a few new uh, individual tracks. No, not a full-length album as of yet, but I'm sure we'll see something from him in the album department in the very near future. Again, that was just released only a couple of days ago on the 8th of January, and it's already starting to get some play on Spotify. So if you like your jazz of the fusion variety, have a listen. He's actually scheduled to play at the uh, London Jazz Cafe in London, today at uh, 2 p.m. London time, so um, since they're six hours ahead, what, what would that make? It's almost time for them to take the stage, I guess. Okay, at this recording, it's currently 9.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here in the nation's capital of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. And as I sit at Studio A of Polly's World, and Studio A is EH, because after all, I am Canadian, I thought I'd play a Canadian uh, musician for you. This next track is from the uh, great René Rosnes. This is titled Evermore.
Rosness with her title track, Evermore, or I should say the lead track, Evermore, from her forthcoming album, Kinds of Love. Now that song was released just a couple of days ago on the 8th of July from her forthcoming album, which is set to be released on the 3rd of September on the Smoke Sessions label. I'm a big fan of the Smoke Sessions label because they've produced a lot of great jazz in the very recent past. I mean, just in the last year or so, there's been some brilliant releases, many of which have been recorded live to uh, tape in uh, in the club. I say live to tape, not actually tape anymore, of course, but for those of us who are a certain age, we do know exactly what that means. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Renee, I've played her music in the past. She's also a member of the uh, jazz supergroup Artemis, um, all-female. Uh, brilliant, brilliant band. She was originally born in uh, Regina, Saskatchewan, but uh, grew up mostly in Vancouver, where she developed her love of jazz and studied um, well alongside some of the greats, and I mean some of the absolute greats, Sarah Vaughan, Oscar Peterson, Ella Fitzgerald, Freddie Hubbard, Winton and Branford Marsalis, and Woody Shaw, just to name a few. So she received a Canada Council for the Arts grant in 1986, and with it she moved to New York City. Now, she had made a lot of friends in Vancouver by sitting in at after-hours clubs with all the individuals I just named, so she wasn't stepping into unfamiliar territory when she made her move. She was shortly called up by um, tenor saxophonist Joe Henderson to be part of his quartet, and, well, that kind of exposed her to a lot of other individuals. Throughout the years, she showcased her skills as part of the uh, Carnegie Hall Jazz Band under the direction of trumpeter John Faddis. She was also a member of the Gerald Wilson Orchestra, the Danish Radio Big Band, who have I featured on this show in the past, and the Dizzy Gillespie All-Star Tribute Band. All-Star Tribute Band. Speaking a little too quickly, and I tend to stumble over my tongue. It, it does happen. Of course, Rene is married to uh, fellow pianist Bill Charlap, who, again, I featured him on this show a, a few times. Now, she's known as just a, a spectacular composer, arranger, uh, musician extraordinaire. She can go from soft ballad to Oscar Peterson-like virtuosity. No one to be trifled with. She is a brilliant player. And I'm looking forward to the full-length album, as it should be, as I said, released on Smoke Session Records on September 3rd. Lead single you just heard, Evermore, which starts off as a soft ballad and then makes it switch to sort of um, improv. Okay, so let's move it along, shall we? I think we shall. Of course, we is me, myself, and I, all three of us here. As I sit behind the microphone in Studio A of Polly's World, sipping on coffee on a Sunday morning, feeling considerably better than I did yesterday and a world better than I did last week, I, uh, I, I just hope you feel as good as I do today, wherever you are, wherever you may be listening to this. So I'm going to play you a track now from a gentleman I've not featured before, and this is kind of a unique song. Uh, this is from uh, Johannes Wellman, and it features a, a lineup of additional musicians. This is um, Elegy for an Undiscovered Species. Have a listen to this. 
How's that for a track? Very sudden ending on it. Just comes to a complete screeching halt. Now that album, Elegy for an Undiscovered Species, was released on June 25th of this year. Full-length album featuring international trumpet star and Nanaimo British Columbia native Ingrid Jensen, who is also a member of the all-female supergroup Artemis. Now, they've collaborated several times in the past. Johannes, originally born in Germany, but was raised on Vancouver Island, so he's very much Canadian through and through. Very much part of the uh, West Coast jazz scene. But he, well, uh, an incredibly accomplished individual. He is his PhD in music. He studied at both Berkeley and the New York, um, New York University. And he currently is uh, living and has been for the past three years in Madison, Wisconsin, where he heads up the jazz program at the University of Wisconsin. Very well-respected musician, composer, and educator. I don't know what drew him to Wisconsin from Oakland. Um, Perhaps he just wanted a change of pace? I don't know. You know, he went from... Vancouver Island to New York City to Oakland, California, and then, of course, on to Wisconsin, so it's, it's tough to say. But this record was recorded in 2020, uh, February of 2020. They were able to finish uh, the recording, the raw recording of it, just before everything came to a screeching halt, as we know when the whole world shut down. <laughs> so they spent some time working on it, mastering it, producing it, making some edits here and there, and released it on the 25th of June, just a few weeks ago this year. I haven't had a chance to listen to the entire record, but that first track is something that I I really quite enjoy, as it's um, a bit of an exploration of different styles of modal jazz. I don't know if there's any hard bop or bebop influence on the record, but a great great number of the recordings on that album uh, feature a 19-piece ensemble, which is the first time he's ever written anything for that many musicians, as he normally works in a quintet. So something to uh, consider if you want to listen to some full-length albums in the near future. Elegy for an Undiscovered Species. Johannes Wallman. Good Canadian kid. I say kid because I'm six, I'm eight years older than him, seven years older than him. I don't know. Anyway, six years older than him. My apologies. I thought I'd uh, end today with a classic piece from the late great uh, Charles Mingus, and uh, without making any commentary, political or otherwise, I'm just going to play the track. Um, this is just uh, simply titled um, Haitian Fight Song.
fight song from the 1957 album The Clown 
Recorded in uh, February and March of 1957, February 13th and March 12th, 1957, at Atlantic Studios in New York City, and released in September of 1957. Only four tracks on the record, because they were all equally long compositions. Haitian Fight Song at 12 minutes and one second. Not the actual longest song <laughs> on the record. That was The Clown at 12 minutes and 29 seconds. Now about the song, from the original liner notes, this is what uh, Charles Mingus had to say about it. I'd say this song has a contemporary folk feeling. My solo in it is a deeply concentrated one. I can't play it right unless I'm thinking about prejudice and hate and persecution and how unfair it is. There's sadness and cries in it, but also determination, and it usually ends with my feeling, I told them, I hope somebody heard me. Well, I can't argue with that statement. Brilliant record, absolutely brilliant record, from the great Charles Mingus, who sadly passed away in 1979. He was only 56 years of age at the time, but uh, he was he had been suffering from ill health for quite a while prior to his... Uh, untimely passing, an absolutely brilliant musician, without, without peer, as he is regarded as one of the greatest jazz musicians of the 20th century, and without question, one of the greatest of all time. Of course, that is for your own interpretation. Nevertheless, if you have a chance, I uh, recommend you pick up the record on 200 gram vinyl, if you can find it. It is available, and it is... Uh, it is a wonderful way to spend a Sunday is just sit back and listen to your your record on uh, on your turntable in your best listening position. Now, in some cases, your best listening position may be with a set of high-performing headphones. And hey, that's pretty cool too, man. So I hope you've enjoyed uh, today's program. I had a, a, a great deal of fun putting it together and a lot of fun recording it. I'm uh, feeling like a human being again. The worst part of the depression and anxiety is way behind me, and the recovery from the um, side effects of the shot are, I'd say, pretty much in the rearview mirror, as I am feeling really good right now, and that third cup of coffee really did make a difference. So until we meet again, my friends, I will be back again next week with another jazz program. And I should have Volume 89 from the main source, main show, the volume series, um, recorded sometime this week. I know I've been saying that for a while, but I've been incredibly busy just trying to get through the work day as I've been working on a number of different side projects along with my day job, so it keeps me quite busy. Anyway, till we meet again, take care. Bye.